Hi, everybody, and welcome back to the Allianz Global Corporate and Specialty Podcast. I'm your host, Ken Reichman, Media Relations Coordinator in North America. On today's show, we're bringing in Captain Andrew Kinsey, Senior Marine Risk Consultant here at Allianz, to talk about the perils of cyber at sea. This on the heels of our 2017 Safety and Shipping Report released last March. You can find the links to that on our website and in the descriptions of this podcast. It's also Cybersecurity Awareness Month, folks, so stay up to date with all the cyber info given out by AGCS on our Twitter page at AGCS underscore insurance and much, much more on our website at agcs.alliance.com. So without further ado, here he is, Captain Andrew Kinsey. All right, so we're back now with Captain Andrew Kinsey, a senior Marine risk consultant here at Allianz. Captain Kinsey, how are you? Oh, just fine today. I wanted to talk to you a little bit about cyber risks at sea, and we read a little bit about those in the 2017 Safety and Shipping Report, which Allianz released back in March. They identify the top five steps to cyber risk management on board a ship, identify, protect, detect, respond, and recover. Can you take me through those? As we talk about cyber in the, in the marine industry, it's a non-traditional risk, as, as we refer to it. A traditional maritime risk we can, we can see, you know, the storm clouds building, the seas building, a flooding or a fire. Cyber is not a traditional maritime threat, and it's not really taught in the maritime training. That, that is changing now, but in the past, it, it wasn't a topic. So as a result, um, traditional seafaring is not really well suited for cyber. But when we look at detect, that's up to the vessel or, and the vessel operators to understand how the vessel is connected to the Internet. There are many background applications right now that have an IP address that they don't know about. So the first thing we have to do is we have to understand how is the vessel connected through the internet, even while at sea. Interesting. Take me through a little bit of an onboard scenario, if you could. What happens when uh, a captain notices a cyber issue? Well, the biggest thing is that many times the cyber issues are not identified immediately. It could be a slowing of onboard systems. It could be a glitch in a chart loading. So. We're not dealing with traditional risks, so we're also not dealing with sometimes the highest cyber IQ for onboard. So what we tell our assureds is, when in doubt, go back to basics, go back to manual. And that's one of the keys about having a well-trained crew, to be able to operate a vessel without these computer systems that we take for granted now. Think of our cell phones and everything else. I mean, so we have to be able to operate a vessel on an unsupported platform. And that's one of the keys, to be able to still operate that vessel in an unsupported platform in the event that a problem is detected or a potential problem is detected. Captain Kinsey, you talk a lot about training, right? Onboard training before they get onboard training, right? How does yes. how does one train to protect against cyber threats? Well, in many cases, it starts with the very simplest things. And unfortunately, um, an independent survey from a satellite communications provider that was just published in the past week revealed, according to their data, that 84% of crew members say they have received no cyber training 
from their employers. That's a staggering number. Yeah, it is staggering. And this is I, not even pre-employment. Once on board the vessel, they have not been given any training. And, and this is what's key. We can train off the vessels, but we also have to train on vessel-specific platforms that are operating. And today, in today's maritime environment, it's important that we give crews internet access, email access, not necessarily streaming, but at the very least, internet. So it's up to an operator to make sure that those systems that are vital to ship's navigation, engineering, cargo, are separate, that there are firewalls in place, separate from the crew, morale and welfare, internet access. But it starts with the things that we are told day in, day out, onshore. Strong passwords and update your systems. Run those patches. Make sure that you you're, have the most current vulnerabilities addressed. Take me through how this ties into what looks to be the next wave of innovation in the shipping industry being unmanned ships, right? Unmanned vessels. How does this all play into that? Well, I, I believe the next wave, the, the unmanned vessels or the AI, the autonomous information, the autonomous vessel is, is a long way off. Um, no matter what some of the uh, people with a financial stake might have to say as far as <laughs> providers. But the key to any computer-aided or technology-based platform that is on board a vessel to help manage, operate, control is that it has to be robust. It has to be designed as a standalone system, but then also hook up. Because there are times when our satellite communications drop out on a vessel. So you can't have those systems freeze or lock up. They have to be robust enough that they continue to operate without having that satellite input. However, they also have to be designed around a network. And that's where the operating company needs to audit their vessels and understand what systems they have, how do they hook up, and then how do they protect them. In a cyber world, it all depends on the IP address. It doesn't matter if it's a vessel at sea or an office in any country. It's simply an IP address, and it's plugged into the Internet, and it can be vulnerable. So I'm looking right now in the safety shipping report, incidents to date, cyber log. Yes. Would you be able to isolate any one of these uh, specifically and give me a little bit more detail about maybe what happened? Well, I believe one of the key ones there was the uh, hacking of the port of Antwerp. And that was a case that they were able to identify a long-running hack into the database of container ships, or containers, cargo landing in the port of Antwerp that was done by drug smugglers. And at first they were able to um, breach the system from externally. When firewalls were installed, then the uh, thieves broke into the offices and installed key loggers so that they could once again then bypass the firewalls. And it was not identified, it was not discovered until there was actually a loss of life because when they were trying to remove one of the containers, an individual was killed at the port. But this literally was, they would, they would load a container with, with drugs, they would track it in the database of the port, they'd see where it landed, where it was located, and then after they got the delivery of that container, they would wipe all record of it. They would erase the cyber fingerprints of anything that they did. It's crazy. It, it sounds almost like a, a bad 
Ben Affleck movie, doesn't it? Yes. Yes. <laughs> it's not going to be a bad look. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> real quick, just to kind of put a bow on it all, what's next, really? I, I mean, cyber is obviously a, a world that uh, is going to creep more and more into our everyday lives. And, and obviously, the shipping industry is more than people realize part of our everyday lives. So what happens next? How do we keep our ship safe? How do we keep our you know crew safe? And how do they keep themselves safe? Well, there are several, several campaigns right now. One is Cyber Aware at Sea campaign, which is addressing crew training. Uh, the other is that the, the International Maritime Organization is addressing cyber, and they continue to um, refine and revisit this. And, and the word is getting out. The, the high profile of the MERS cyber attack was, was critical because now that BIMCO has published their guidelines that preventing these cybersecurity breaches, it's important that operators understand them and that they review them and that they see how they are going to be implemented. One of the keys that the IMO has stated is that cyber will be incorporated into the existing vessels safety management systems. And the reason why this is important is the vessel safety management systems are onboard being utilized. Crews are familiar with them. Know that this is their go-to resource to understanding threats and how to deal with them. So by taking cyber and putting it into this platform, we're not looking at a standalone system that can be pushed off to the side and ignored. The management system is used in everyday shipboard operations and the crews understand utilizing that platform. All right. Well, I'm sure there is much more on the horizon, and when it happens, you will be our first phone call. Captain Andrew Kinsey, Senior Marist Consultant here at Allianz. Thanks so much for hopping on. My pleasure. And a special thank you to Captain Andrew Kinsey for jumping on today's show to help shine some light on the scary darkness that is cybersecurity at sea. And again, folks, you can find all of this information that was referenced in today's show on our website, agcs.allianz.com. Our 2017 safety and shipping report is available for download there. You can find that also on our Twitter page, agcs underscore insurance. And as always, should you have a request for a topic for a show, any questions, or you want to reach out and get in touch, feel free. agcs.communication at allianz.com. That's our email. Feel free whenever. Reach out and we'll be happy to get back to you. Okay, once again, from all of us here at the Allianz Global Corporate and Specialty Podcast, I'm Ken Reichman. We will see you next time.